Okay, this is chapter 58 of A Good Kind of Trouble, Divided Nations. On Monday in science, I give Renard an armband. He deserves to have a real one. That was cool how you stood up for me and all, he says. I didn't do anything, I say. But you did. You didn't let those guys hassle Alex. He shakes his head. Makes me mad when folks start messing with Alex. I had to pop that dude. Alex is my friend. He is? I don't know why I'm so surprised. Of course Bernard has friends. Yeah, we get together and practice our rhymes, Bernard says. That's cool, I say, feeling like a complete jerk. Bernard frowns, and it's the same frown I remember from elementary school, but it doesn't scare me anymore. Sort of makes him look strong and tough, but good tough. If it hadn't been for you and Coach West, I think Principal Trask would have had me suspended. He, uh, he ties on the armband. Thanks, black lives, I say. Bernard gives me a hug that feels like he's crushing every rib I have, but I laugh anyway. You better sit down, I say. In second period, this is one of those days when Mr. Powell lets the class out early before break. Well, he lets everyone leave but me. Just a minute, Shayla, he says. I want to talk to you. My hands start itching immediately. A teacher wanting to talk to you after class is never a good thing. I wonder if it's about our last history test. I thought I had gotten most of the questions right, but you never know. And some of the questions were tricky. I slowly make my way to his desk. Shayla, I've noticed students wearing the armbands, he says, pointing at my armband. They're for Black Lives Matter, right? Mr. Powell doesn't say black students, but that's probably what he means. This morning before school and going from first to second period, I saw them. Armbands. Even though it's probably because Angie started wearing one, I still think it's pretty cool that it's not just me wearing one. Yeah, I say. I think there's probably more I should say, but I'm hoping the armband will do the talking for me. Mr. Powell nods and plays with the edge of the scarf. It's the one Coach West got for him. Bright purple. I thought so. I've heard some grumbling that it's not appropriate for students to make political statements at school. What do you think about that? My hands start itching. Are people saying we can't wear them? No, I haven't heard anyone say that. People can get scared with anything that challenges the status quo, but standing up for what you believe in is important. I just wanted you to be prepared in case someone says something to you. I feel like Mr. Powell is trying to warn me, but I'm not sure about what, and before I can work on my courage up to ask him, the bell rings. Thank you, Shayla, he says. Go ahead and get to break. I grab my books and head out into the hallway. It's already packed with people, and instead of pushing my way through the crowd like I normally do, I sort of just let it carry me along, like I'm a piece of driftwood caught in a current. Last night, there was another huge protest about the verdict. Hannah told me about it. She said protesters stood outside the houses of the police officer who got out off. They wouldn't leave, and a bunch of people were arrested. Even one of Hannah's friends got arrested, but he got, uh, but he got let go a few hours later. What the, uh, what the, what that jury decided was wrong. You can't be afraid of someone just because they're black. You can't just shoot someone because they're black. But the protest scares me. When I get to our break spot, I'm glad to see Isabella is wearing her armband again today. We fist bump each other. Guess what? Isabella squeals, clasping her hands together. My mom said I could get a kitten. You're so lucky, I say, feeling a flash of jealousy. But it's just a camera flash. A second thought goes away as fast as it came. I can't wait to play with him. Maybe I can come over this weekend? Feels weird to say I and not we. Isabella snatches one of the carrots and leans back on her elbows. She smiles up at the sun. Totally. Neither of us says anything about Julia not showing up. After English, I slowly make my way up to my locker to get my lunch. I want to give Julia plenty of time to get to our table first. 
I spend a little dial in full jewel thief mode and get a little thrill when I pop the locker open. I'm so ready for a little for a life of crime. I get out my lunch, push my locker close, and then lean against it for a minute, watching everyone hustle by. After a few minutes, the hallway is empty, and I push off my locker and head outside. Isabella's at our table, but Julia isn't. Isabella glances over at another table, and I follow her gaze, knowing what I'll see. Julia's sitting there, tables over with her other friends. Isabella's eyes go wide, and she opens her mouth and says something, but instead she shoves a big handle of grapes into her mouth. I sit across from Isabella and slowly take out my lunch. This feels different, different bad, because she's right there making a choice. The Pacific Ocean is between us, the Sahara Desert. We are not the United Nations, we're the divided nations. And there's nothing cute about that nickname. I wonder if she's staring over there because of their armbands. I sure hope not. Isabella swallows. We should say something, right? What should, what would we say? I ask. Julia looks over and smiles. Maybe to say, see, everything's cool. Everything is not cool, but I try to make my best smile back. I glance at Isabella and she doesn't smile. She bites off a hangnail and spits it on the ground. I try my best to think this, this is no big deal. I guess Isabella and I could go over there, but we are in our lunch spot. It doesn't seem like we should have to chase Julia down so we can all stick together. When lunch is almost over, Julia comes to the table. All my friends want an armband. She doesn't say she's sorry for not sitting with us. She doesn't look sorry. And I sure don't like the way she said, all my friends. Whatever, Julia. Julia doesn't get the hint. Stacy says all of us, Stacy says, Stacy said us all wearing them is gonna be lit. I don't have enough material to make armbands for all of them, I say. Julia stares at me for a second. You wanted me to wear one, now you don't? Isabella rubs the fabric off the armband. You guys could probably make them. She shrugs like it's no big deal if they do or don't, but she kicks me under the table. I kick Isabella back and glare at her. I don't want helping them. I want her to be mad at Julia with me. Okay, Coolio, Julia says. She sounds like a big phony. It's not supposed to be a fun thing, I said pointedly. It means something. I know, Julia says and raises an eyebrow at me. Don't get it twisted, Shay. I'm not twisting anything. I crumple up my lunch bag, even though it still has an orange in there. I get it and shove it the bag in the trash. Forget it, she says to my back. We'll make our own. Great, I say. A whole bunch of people suddenly run by, shouting, fight, fight, let's go see, Julia says right as the bell rings. Fight means trouble, so when Julia follows, the group going left, I head right.